0: Welcome to another Bama Junkies Football Podcast. Uh, I'm here. Uh, my name is Robert. I'm Shari. And uh, as always, we are here to talk uh, Alabama football. Um, this time of year, you know, the games are over, the championships are won, uh, and you know, for the casual fan, it may seem like there's really nothing left to to uh, to be excited about. Uh, but of course, you know, recruiting um, is uh, happens all year, and it's, uh, it's the uh, process. The
1: process never ends. The process as all know. Uh,
0: never ends. <laughs> the process is always it's ongoing. always going. And so uh, we had national Sh- uh, signing day a few weeks ago, and uh, we're just here to talk about you know some of the some of our favorite players that we're excited about from this class, uh, some of the players that we're uh, kind of disappointed in. All right, so um, I guess we can start on offense.
1: Yeah, we can start on offense. That's a good place to start. All right, well, you go first. Uh, well, uh, you have two offensive guys. Um, first, I mean, obviously the biggest um, news was, you know, Jalen Hurts coming in as a freshman QB. Uh Nick Saban apparently used this kid on the scout team as soon as he ero- enrolled as a uh, makeshift um, Deshaun Watson to try to help our team out with the dual threat guy. Um, a lot of people have been calling for us to have a, th- a dual threat guy uh, as a freshman at Alabama and wondering what we could do with that. And uh, I think a lot of people are just curious to see if he can compete uh, at the QB's position. Probably not likely, but you know, still, it's it's good to see that we have a a, a good um, future dual threat guy in the works that could possibly uh, you know be something for us to be excited about maybe a year or two down the line. Um, another guy that I think on offense uh, we're really excited about, which he didn't get as much fanfare as B.J. Emmons, uh, but Josh Jacobs is another one I'm I'm really excited about. Uh, he he reminds me of kind of the Kenyon Drake character where he could be. All-purpose back, He's he's got the quicks, he's elusive, um, but he's actually a, a, a good size for a, a guy who could maybe be the man uh, to carry the load down the line. His skill set doesn't necessarily speak to that at, at this level, but uh, just as an athlete and his potential, I I'm, I'm think it's, it's, it's a great uh, coup for us to get him uh, as a, a, a freshman RB, hopefully to continue our reputation as RBU. Uh, coming down the line I think uh, it's starting to be unofficial But we could make it official here pretty soon
0: uh, Yeah, I, w- I want to Quickly go back to uh, Jalen Hurts um, You know, this is a kid that Obviously has a ton of talent uh, Dual threat um, He's really one of the first Quarterback that we've gotten like this uh, But what I'm afraid of As him enrol- enrolling Early is that he's going to get lost in the wash. Um, You know, he's not going to start this year. I mean, it's it's not going to happen. It it never happens in a Nick Saban offense. Um, Of course, enrolling early may help, but I I really doubt it's going to happen. Uh, So he's looking that he's going to be behind, at best, Cooper Bateman, who's going to be a junior, and at worst, a redshirt freshman in Blake Barnett. Who, as we've talked about before, I'm I'm really high on Blake Barnett. I think he's got all the the tools to hopefully be a three or four year starter for us. And so uh, I'm just worried that you know Jalen will get you know, lost in the shuffle. You know we've had a few QB transfers here under Nick. I know he likes to stockpile uh, talent, um, and I would I think it would be a shame to see him uh, to see him go somewhere else.
1: Definitely, Def- definitely. I mean, and you need that's that's just the case. We could say that for about four or five positions at Alabama, not just quarterback, you know. But that is a very legitimate concern, you know. Blake Barnett, freshman, so he's at least going to try to fight for the job for three years. Uh, like you said, Bateman, you know, he's an older guy, he's been in the system for a couple years, so yeah, I mean, it's very high possibility, but I just think his upside is just something that uh, is undeniable that, you know, if, if we were able to get him locked in under our system now, I think, you know, he could be as good as a Deshaun Watson, but you know, it's, it's not a, you know, for me to say. And like you said, the competition is, is pretty, it's pretty stout at the QB position. So it, it will be, it will be interesting to see how that shakes down.
0: Uh, definitely. Um you mentioned uh, Josh uh, Jacobs, uh, you know, watching the, the film on this kid. He's just electrifying, mm-hmm. you know, running mm-hmm. away from guys. You know, it makes you excited. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that we're running back you. Uh, I, at this point, I'm just going to say yeah, it. we, we are gotta running be, back It's got to be. It's got to be. You know, <laughs> you look at the starters that we put to the league. Trent aside, look at everyone else. You know, we're we're running back you right now. Yeah. And I think this kid uh, – you know, has some tools. You know, you said it best. You know, he could be definitely a Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake, roll, roll. Uh, uh, you know, explosive. Uh, now you wonder about the talent that you see in these videos, of course, um, and who they're playing against. But um, you know, I, I can't wait to see the kid play. You know, we're going to be thin at running back, so there's a chance that you know he and uh, you know Emmons um, haven't heard much about him if he's qualified yet or not. But there's a chance that these these youngsters could play early, you know. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sold on uh on uh the what what's the kid from uh, uh the running back we have on set. You know, I like Bo Scarborough. Damien Harris and I'm not and Bo. Uh, Damian Harris. I'm not completely sold on Damian Harris yet. Um so, you know, you could have one of these kids come in and be the, the, the lightning to the thunder that is Bo Scarborough. So. I'm just
1: gonna say you just said something that reminded me of of something I saw a couple of years ago you, you wonder about the talent level They face in high school And the last guy I actually thought that about Was Derrick Henry Because wow. this dude was running over Straight of guys <laughs> Set the, the national high school rushing yards a record uh, I mean he looked like Literally a man amongst boys And you really had to question How good was he as opposed to Just how much stronger is he Than these guys So I definitely can see that concern But you know Derek, I think, lived up to the hype. So um, I'm just really excited about what this kid can. can we can, we see from this kid on on tape It's a lot more to be excited about than I think to be you know a little concerned about. Yeah,
0: I would agree. Um, there, with recruiting, there's always optimism. Mm-hmm. You always look for yep, the, you know, the glasses half full, and you mm-hmm. look forward to getting these guys on campus. So I look forward to seeing uh, exactly what he can do. Yeah, uh, yeah. my yeah. offensive of guys that I'm excited about. Uh, for one, I'm excited about Trayvon Diggs. Uh if Diggs. name alone, you know, his older brother, Stefan Diggs. Uh you know, had him in fantasy football this year, up and down. We'll see what happens <laughs> next year. But uh there's no denying that uh uh Stefan is a, an explosive receiver and it was a big get for us to pull this kid out of Maryland. A lot of people thought Maryland was gonna come on late and, and scoop him up. Um, But we held on to him, and so I look forward to to seeing him there. Um, Also, this class, the the offensive line signees in this group is phenomenal. I mean, if you look across the board, you know, whether it's Jonah Williams, Scott Lashley, the uh, the number one Juco O-tackle, Baldwin, uh, we got Dante Brown, uh, I'm just very excited about this offensive line class because um, you said it last podcast, the offensive line has been getting worse uh, since 2011. And so I think some of these guys can come in right now and uh, take over. You know, they talk about um, uh, Baldwin possibly being the replacement at right tackle, uh, which uh, I think would be an upgrade immediately. Uh, so, uh I'm looking for these guys. Jordan Williams, the number two, number one offensive of tackle, depending on who you ask. Uh, you know, we missed out on Craig Little. Um, you know, he went to to Ole Miss uh, with the dollar signs for the S's. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to old Miss. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah, ka ching. Um, but you know, it, I think it's just the cycle, of the way it works. Uh, you know, we've we two schools have been kind of alternating getting the number one uh, left tackle. Um, when we've lost when we've lost our previous left tackle uh, whether it's them getting uh, Tunsil and then getting Little or us getting uh, Quanjo and then getting, and getting Cam, Cam. Mm-hmm. you know Cam has got another um, another year before he goes and so I think
1: we saw what Cam can do when he's healthy. Oh, yes. At the end of the year, yeah. he was straight up pushing dudes 10, 15 yards down them.
0: So, uh, if it's not one of these guys, I think it's next year where you could see the, yeah. that we sign yeah. the number the one next. overall yeah. left tackle. Because
1: why does really he want to play? play? He doesn't want to really play behind that guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Why would Greg Little was, sign You know, when he knows he can play right away with mm-hmm. Laramie Thompson yeah, going on? It's give uh, and take. You're right. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, uh, I'm excited about this uh, offensive line class. I, you know, I can't really wait to, to see what it does. I,
1: mean, I wrote down ball when it circled. I was like, yes, he was. I can't believe I didn't say him earlier, but, you know, a Juco guy, um, just hopefully he's, you know, able to step in there immediately. You know, that's that's pretty much what we're going to be expecting from him is to be able to kind of step in there immediately and uh, to be able to produce. So uh, I, I just think that was just something I need that we needed to fill. And by really getting him, uh, Lashley is another one that we're, you know, we're hoping can get in there and just – we know we got some guys in there that are already talented, but they need to be pushed. And, uh, you know, competition really breeds, you know, the, the best out of everybody, I think, at this level. So I'm really excited about these high-quality offensive linemen we got maybe to push things back in the right direction.
0: Definitely. I agree. Uh, well, let's uh, switch the field and look at uh, defense. Who you got there?
1: Um, well – LB, I mean, we're running back you, but, you know, we're coming up on being linebacker you here in a little bit. And I can't help but be ecstatic about the two guys that we got. Hopefully the, you know, inside and outside linebackers and Ben Davis on the inside and Mac Brown on the outside. Uh, You know, coming out of high school, there's a lot these guys are going to have to learn about playing physical, and, and what it what it takes to be an every down linebacker because that's a that's a that's a position that you got to earn on a Nick Saban defense. You, you he wants an alpha, um, but you got to be re- willing to h- handle that role. So I don't expect these guys to jump off the page right away. I mean, Ruben Foster it took him what two years on special teams to finally get out there and make explosive pl- explosive plays on the defensive end. So I don't expect these guys to be right out the gate. Making plays on defense like some of our freshmen this year. But as far as sophomore and junior year, I think these guys are going to be uh, in that pedigree of what we've come to expect. You know, I think Reggie did a real job, great job of handling that mantle, and he's ready to pass it along to someone else. So we'll see Hopefully if these Ruben. guys. Rube, Rube, I'm looking at you this year, but. on, Ruben. I heard uh, hurt every five minutes, Reggie. do the- <laughs> Tackle with your head up, baby. Tackle with your head up. But I really look to these guys, one of these two guys, if not both of them, to be that alpha um, come, you know, 2017,
0: 2018. Um, Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I do think we are a linebacker U, especially inside linebacker U. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've just put in guy after guy after guy into the NFL. Um, And Ben Davis, you know, he's a legacy, obviously. Uh, Wayne Davis, all-time leading tackler in Alabama history, so he's definitely got that pedigree. Uh, looks like a nice, uh, you know, clean-cut, well, you know, kid that's ready to come and play right at the right of the gate. Uh, Lindell Mac Williams, Mac. Uh, he gets my award for favorite nickname, nickname. of uh, signees, Mac. Uh, Mac Williams, uh, you know, he's, he, he looks he fits the mold too. I mean, I saw this guy, you know, under Armour practices, and uh, he looks like he's ready to come uh, come with it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it, it, it's great that we were able to get both of them. Uh, it could have been very easily for either of them to go somewhere else and, and try to go for the shine right away. But I, I just don't understand how you can't see what we've done in the past as far as a winning championships and getting these guys to the next level. That you know, if you're a linebacker, why would you you know want to go somewhere else when you know there's a possibility for you to produce right away, at Alabama? Exactly.
0: Exactly, yeah. uh, for my picks, um, we were we were pretty thin on the defensive line um, signees for this class. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of worrisome. Uh, we missed out on a few guys that I hoped we'd uh, gotten. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, but of the guys we did get, uh, my se- my award for second best nickname of the signees <laughs> goes to Kendall <laughs> Hulk Jones, uh, and this kid is a Hulk of a man, uh, 24, seven recruiting has him at six foot five, 375 pounds. And I've heard, you know, I've, I've, you know, heard, you know, you know, to the contrary, as well, but I've heard most of it is muscle, so I can't <laughs> wait to see this kid uh, get on the defensive line and just uh, dominate. You know, it's going to be like the the movies, like when he looks across at the the offensive tackle and they're shaking and they look scared. And yeah. eyes, you know, you know, you're my bitch. You know, you're my, <laughs> you're the next person. So. I cannot wait to see um, this guy play. Hopefully, you know, we get him in the program, you know, make him, make sure he keeps his weight down. You know, he can't have a Terrence Cody. You know, he's got to yeah, keep his weight the down. The
1: years of, uh, of, of Cody playing on this defense are over. I, don't, yeah, yeah. I um, love Cody. Yeah, you know, but, you know, We wouldn't have a championship yeah, without him. Yeah, definitely not. But, I mean, just the way that the game has changed in those, what, five, six, seven years since he's been gone, Yeah. you know. Uh,
0: also, as excited as I am about the um, – offensive of line signees. I'm also just as excited about the uh, defensive back uh group yes, here. We got a um, great we got a great haul of call. defensive back hauls. You mentioned or um, you know Aaron Robinson, you know, the the signee that we scooped uh, from uh, Florida. McElwain. You, can, Wayne. you hear McElwain screaming in his office. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Khan from Star Trek. You know, Saban! You know, just uh, totally frustrated. Um, we got Nigel Knott, uh, Jared uh, Maiden, Sean Jennings. Uh, I'm most excited about Cheyheim Carter. Uh, we've had him from very early on.
1: Yeah, he's been a, a guy, yeah, been a bad you know, commit or whatever for a little bit. There yeah.
0: was, you know, murmurs that, uh, you know, Kirby he was going to lead him away or mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, Hugh Freeze and Ole Miss was going to uh, steal him away. But we ended up signing this guy, and I think he's going to be a big-time talent. Um, you can see the type of athletes that we're recruiting right now, um, you know, at for the cornerback position. Um, you know, Nick knows that, you know, we, you know, may have – uh, been slacking a little bit on that position the last few years, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. he's definitely stepped the game up now, and um, we're looking to shore that up and and get ready for these uh, high octane offenses.
1: I think um, when you said how impressed you were, or just how happy you were with the the uh, cu- the cornerback hall we got is it's, it's amazing because how well our young. Uh, back or defensive backfield play this year Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think it's just a testament to you know you know game recognizes game Nick will not hesitate to put in his freshman over a a sophomore junior or senior if he truly believes that this guy is ready to play so uh, I think out of these guys I think we'll see at least one or two of these guys getting some significant playing time not just on special teams, but you know, getting some defensive snaps in the back defensive backfield, much like Minka did, and much like uh, Marlon did this year. So, uh, it's, it's you can't be every position you you know. There's other t- we can't be every position you, but we, we we come pretty darn close as far as you know those those defensive positions because of how well we uh, are ad- adapting to the offensive schemes. Uh, we, you know, we have ten, twelve guys on the defensive line that could start anywhere in the country, you know. So I think you guys I think these recruits kinda of realize that you don't have to sacrifice winning championships for getting play time
0: yeah i think i'm gonna have to cover my paper over here i don't know if you're reading my mind or my notes or what uh but uh i do i do agree with you uh, i was just writing down dbu mm-hmm. um, again uh, maybe that's a stretch but yeah. we have put a ton of defensive backs in the nfl you know kareem jackson draker patrick mark Barron. that's just off the top of my head i know i'm forgetting some what's the kid with the underbite uh Milner. Mil- D-, <laughs> D. Milner. We put him in as well. Uh, you know, so, oh, I mean, maybe Lester it's just a testament. Yeah, yeah, Lester, Le- Robert Lester yeah. plays for uh, the Panthers. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's just a testament of how well Nick's recruiting or how well he develops his players. You know, he likes to put his personal touch on uh, defensive backs. But like you said, these players recognize, you know, in their end game is to get to the NFL. Yep. If you're a middle uh-huh. linebacker, if you're a running back, you we got high, if you're a running back, if you're a defensive back, you need to come to Alabama because we are going to get you there. And
1: the other thing you need to stress is that not only we will get you there, but you will be ready to play not only your position, but you could be possibly ready to play another position. I'm looking at Mark Barron, mm-hmm. who is now a linebacker in yep. the NFL. I'm looking at uh, Dante Hightower, who's a defensive end for uh, the New England Patriots and not necessarily a linebacker. Like he came into the league. Michael Williams. Michael Williams.
0: Off, of a, off, of off of the, the tackle. And, I mean,
1: yeah. and he was a glorified off of the tackle with Alabama, but he was a tight end that knew how to block. I mean, so you, you might not necessarily play the position that you played Alabama, but you'll be prepared, uh, for the pro style of the pro style setting of a, of a locker room or the, the option of playing somewhere else outside of where you went to, you know, played in college. So, um, they will get you there, you know. Just be ready. Just be ready for that opportunity.
0: And like you said, you know, you will get a chance to contribute early. Um, you know, not everybody is going to be like Dre, Kirkpatrick, or, or Marlon Humphrey, or um, you know, getting to you know play right away. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're you're going to be contributing on special teams. You know, that's without a doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know if you're good enough, you you do have a chance to play. You know, that's the 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 anti-Alabama or anti-recruiting that they use against Alabama is that you're not going to get to play for two or three years when that's not. Obviously, that's not the case. No. Uh, Mika was huge for us this yep. year. You know, he I mean, did had some growing pains, but yep. he was he was definitely big for us. Yep. Marlon played well. Um, who's a safety? I'm forgetting the name. Um, Harrison. Yeah, Ronnie Harrison. Harrison. Yep. He played well yep. for us as well. So, I mean, if you uh, can, you know, especially if you enroll early and you can learn the plays, and, and you're a cerebral, smart player, um, then you can definitely contribute uh, early on.
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly.
0: All right, um, I guess let's transition and look at some of the guys that we did miss that we uh, really are regretting that we uh, lost. Uh, starting with offense, uh, again, you go ahead and uh, take this.
1: Um, I think the guy that we have both on our list, uh, A.J. Brown, a mm-hmm. uh, huge loss to Ole Miss. Uh, it was it was down to the wire, obviously. You know. Huge game for Ole Miss. Or, sorry, oh, a huge loss for us, oh, too. Yeah, 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 huge loss to Ole Miss, yeah. sorry. Um, but huge gain for them oh yes oh, yeah. oh yes they they're their gain um but i think we were really hoping to uh just i mean we got you know we have a, a nice receiving core but i just think you know you can never be that's a, a position you can never be have too much talent yeah. is wide receiver yeah. uh I just, I just think you can never have too many good guys there that uh can step in or, or that you change in and out that you use uh so and then then to losing the you know to Ole miss who's becoming you know our biggest one of our biggest rivals in the division um you know you never you, you never want to lose uh out to a team like that uh but you know
0: how how bad do you think uh Mississippi State feels i mean they were he grew up right, he down grew the up, right yeah, right yeah, were, right
1: yeah basically in their backyard
0: uh, he said afterwards you know mississippi state didn't recruit me hard enough you know basically implying he would have gone there if they, if they had them, and, so. and
1: i've heard a couple of guys say that kind of about us that you know we kind of assumed that they were coming here, and we didn't really put as much attention on him or on them as we would have if they were still up in the air. And that kind of, you know. So yeah, uh, I mean, you never know. You can't ever assume with mm-hmm. these kids. You can't <laughs> that they're gonna, you know, I don't say keep their word. But you know, their their emotions and there's a lot of things involved in this decision for them. So uh, you can never assume that you have anything locked up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, my offensive pick uh, is a player that we haven't missed out on yet, but uh, it appears that we probably will miss out. And it kind of plays to the fact that we didn't get A.J. Brown, and I was hoping we would get a big-time receiver in his class. And literally the only one left, and pretty much the, the only blue chipper left, is Demetrius Robertson.
1: Yep. I
0: have um, uh, you know, it doesn't look. you know, he was committed to us early on last year. He was committed to us. Uh, for a while, um, decommitted, um and now it looks as if he is, you know, trying to get into Stanford. Um I hear Notre Dame is pretty high up there, um, as well as uh Georgia and I I think we're right now fourth behind those three schools. Uh, you know, and I you know, I can't really knock a kid for wanting to go to Stanford, you know, Stanford is obviously an ex uh, excellent um educational institution. However, um, you know, let's be honest, this kid is Trying to play football for a profession um, You know, if he's one of the top blue chippers He's trying to get to the NFL And, um, you know, I think that You know, Stanford may be A better overall educational institution But when it comes to the uh, The, the education of football uh, there, There's no There's no one at top right now uh, Besides us, no one above us So, you know, if he's trying to get to the league um, You know, learning from Lane Kiffin, uh, learning from Calvin Ridley um i i guess you know the playing time again would have been been an issue because a uh, rod right receiver right now is a position that we're kind of stacked at um but uh you know it is what it is uh i, I really would have liked to have gotten him um uh, but uh you know it didn't work out that way
1: yeah yeah um we just have to depend on the guys we have <laughs> yeah. which uh i don't have a really problem with that um Another, uh, I guess, another receiver um, along the lines, uh, he wasn't as big, uh, highly touted as uh, Brown or Robinson, but I think it also hurt that we lost uh, Tyler Simmons to Georgia. He was uh, a guy that kind of verbally committed to us um, early on as well, and um, it just kind of things didn't really go our way uh, with him, uh, you know, Whatever, whatever you want to have it, Kirby kind of got him out from under us or whatever, but um, uh, for whatever reason, he's going to Georgia. He's not coming to Bama, and uh, that would have been another uh, nice young recruit that we could have gotten maybe to ease the sting of losing out on Brown and Robinson, but it didn't fall our way, and, uh, you know, we wish these kids the best. We're not trying to imply that they won't have success where they're going. We just feel like, you know, uh, as hard as it is to win championships on the next level – in NFL, it's hard to even make the playoffs. In the NFL, um, why not have a chance to win? You know, experience being a champion as well mm-hmm. as getting to the the next level at Bama. So that's all we're that's all you know thing we're we're saying. But we obviously wish these guys, you know, the best of luck where they go. All right,
0: answer this for me. Um, would you rather sign a blue chip player out of high school, you know, Demetrius Robinson or AJ Brown, or would you rather us get a graduate transfer, like we did last year with Robert Mulaney, and like we've done this year with the kid from Bowling Green, uh, Garrick
1: Dieter, D- 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 um, D-
0: who's going to come in, and he's already polished, he's already proven he can be a receiver, and he's going to come in right away and hopefully uh, contribute. What, what would you rather have?
1: I guess for selfish reasons, I guess you would rather have the younger guy, because you could have him longer. Um mm-hmm. uh, but there's the upside to having the guy that's already polished. I mean, how valuable was Lelaney for us the first four four or five have, games. We have won him. Uh, I mean, he was a lightning rod. That, I mean, the Ole Miss game alone, I mean, you just look at how he was just his his emotion. I mean, you could tell he was genuinely happy to be at Bama coming from Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was ready to make the plays. He had great hands and he knew how to run his routes and you know, he knew what it took to yep. play football, college football, you know, he knew so Um, I think he has definitely changed my opinion because before I would say hands down you want the younger guy. You Mm want to have a Cooper there for three years uh, breaking records and, you know, setting records. But at the same time, I mean, you cannot discount how valuable Mulaney was coming to us ready-made pretty much. Um, You know, but thank God Ridley was good as he was, but, you know, we didn't really know he was going to be that good. Mm -hmm. But having Mulaney there was definitely... um, huge security blanket after losing foster he yeah. was our who was really our, our experienced quote-unquote guy
0: yeah and i would say maybe you know it may be better in the long run to have the younger guy but to, for the win now which is what every, every all-american sports is right now uh the win the, the graduate transfer the polish, transfer, guy. The polish, the polish guy. You know, they're too. talking about this guy being the number three receiver uh possibly the number two you know they they said of course you know calvin's number one but you know, Where's, whether it's Robert Rob, Foster or, or, or
1: Darius, or, Darius or, or you know, they're
0: you know, it's really kind of up in the air. You know, you think Darius would be number two, but number three is it going to be Robert Foster? Is it going to be uh, uh, Gary? You know, you, you just don't know. So
1: you really don't. But yeah, I mean, you, you definitely that made a great point there. I guess kind of for the now, for the win. Um, you know, you 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 do, do want to you know look ahead, and that's what recruiting's for. But at the same time, sometimes you got to think about your needs now. Exactly. You know. Exactly. All
0: right. So that covers offense. Let's look at defense and who um, we hate um, that we missed on defense. Um, you go ahead. Who do who do you hate? From Simmons
1: to Simmons. Let's go, <laughs> let's go to Jeffrey Simmons now. Yep. Uh, we were talking before we started um, started recording uh, tonight, and you know he was another guy that was it was between Ole Miss and Bama, and Mississippi State kind of got in. It's where they lost out on. When they lost out on uh, AJ Brown, they kind of scooped in and were able to get uh, Jeffrey Simmons out from under us in Ole Miss, and you know he's a defensive end, uh, like four or five star recruit, so you know he's he's a very talented kid, and he's going to get playing time for sure right out the gate at Mississippi State, but I think he could have also gotten some uh, significant uh, PT here for us, whether as a as a backup or as you know a split split with the starter, Um, but. Uh, I hate that we lost out on him. I really do. And to a division you know, division rival or division team. Uh, and Mississippi State's not necessarily a rival, but they are in our division. So uh, it does sting all the same.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to pick a, uh, a different um, defensive lineman. Um, I uh, had Derek Brown, who went to Auburn. Um, I mentioned earlier how thin the defensive line class was. Um, you know, talk about a position where you can never have enough guys. We proved that this year. You can never have enough defensive linemen, you know, big bodies to recruit in and out. Um, and, you know, when we only got, you know, two or three this class. Um, I really thought Derek Brown could have been a difference maker. Uh, and, you know, and the fact that he went to Auburn um, hurt that much more. You know, it made it a little uh, <clears throat> a little worse. Um, I also uh, wanted McCole uh, Hardman, Jr. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, where, you know, where he's going to play, it's not official yet. <clears throat> I would assume he'd be in the, you know, defensive backfield. But I think he's super athletic, um, you know. And, and I think it's kind of forecasting that Kirby got some of these guys. I think that we're going to have these battles with Kirby for years to come.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, especially if he can start, you know, turn that bus around and start winning. You know, I have kind of talked about Georgia being a sleeping giant, you know, ricked. Kind of underachieving there or I guess definitely underachieving there um, and then the right coach can come come and turn around and, and win you know we can you know see a lot of you know Alabama Georgia battles on and off the field mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a few years to come
1: it's a very good point very good point he knows us better than anybody Kirby that that is and and uh, like you said uh Rick t- that was always the big thing against him is that yes he won but he really didn't win. As well as he should have, and I think that's the same knock you're hearing about Les Miles now. Is that you look at the pro talent that they've they have just stopped, you know, just sent in guy after guy after guy to the NFL, and yet you know Rick can't win. He's won one, what two SEC titles, and um, you know played in the SEC game maybe two other times other than that. But as a guy who's been there for as long as he was, it's definitely an underachievement. So. Uh, if Kirby can turn around and and do what McIlwain did, maybe this year at Florida, mm-hmm. yeah, we 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 could have some uh you know both of those guys really. I mean you know everybody hates Bama until you need a coach is what they say. So I mean we could be having these battles with, with those guys uh, for the next you know four or five years.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're definitely. God willing, be. if Nick stays with us that long, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> All right, so we've covered both offense and defense, and we're going to wrap up this uh, podcast uh, in, uh, shortly here. Um, I did want to say one other thing about, uh, about this recruiting class and, and see what you really thought about it. Um, you know, we're used traditionally under Nick Saban. We're used to getting our guys early on and having a fairly uneventful national signing day. Uh, this year was very different. Um, and a lot of people began to think, You know, maybe this, you know, everybody's waiting for the moment when uh, Nick in Alabama starts to drop Mm -hmm. off, starts to fade. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw it with Spurrier, um, you know, with with Urban Meyer as well. And, you know, we're just waiting to see, you know, when the fade starts, you know, is it going to start recruiting? Or, you know, when we went into signing day and we were the 10th or 9th class or whatever, a lot of pundits thought this was the moment. And then came that astronomical signing day. Who's it? Who's it? <laughs> we How's skyrocketed, bang pow boom, to the moon, up the uh, up the charts, um, and it just shows that you know Nick still has that thirst. Uh, you know, you know, recruiting is one of the first areas that suffers because it's such a grind. You have to be on the road. You have to be in so many places in such a short period of time, and you know, a coach that is losing. Um, you know, his love or his desire to coach, um, you'll see the drop-off there first. And the fact that we have, you know, consensus number one recruiting class again. uh, After
1: winning another championship. After winning
0: another championship shows me that Nick is still driven. He's still motivated. Uh, I I could see him being here for another five years. Personally,
1: I hope these idiots don't stop criticizing him. I hope they don't (laughs) stop because I'm telling you, they keep giving him something to prove. Once he feels like he's nothing left to prove, that's when we need to be worried. That's when yes, he's gonna man. step down. So let the cowherds and let all these dudes let them keep talking, let them keep running their mouths. Dynasty, the Dynasty's over. Your Walkins, all of you guys, keep it coming. Yes, keep because it, coming. it just only guarantees that Nick is still gonna be hungry, and uh, motivated Nick Saban is a is, is a darn near an unstoppable force. Because I mean, he's just so determined to figure things out, to crack puzzles, to just figure, you know, figure out how to beat, you know, schemes and everything like that. Just keep on talking. Yep. Just Give me five up. more years, please.
0: Like your dad says, it's the, the jinx. Keep, uh, keep, yeah, keep, 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 the, keep the, jinxing g- it. Yeah, keep, keep jinxing, jinxing it. is right. over. Yes,
1: <laughs> yep. yes, keep saying it, please. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> well, let's uh, go ahead and wrap this, uh, this uh, episode up. Um, I guess we'll be back, you know, spring uh, practice is right around the corner. Um, so we'll be back for that and then the 8 Day game and um, the long summer grind until the season starts again. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll be recording until, you know, in those intervals. You know, we got the combine and NFL draft, stuff like that. But, I mean, in the meantime, we'll, we'll see if we can come up with some fun topics just to, to you know, just to pass some time and. Gush about being Bama fans, you know. It just it ever gets old. So um, we we'll 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 see you guys next time, and whenever that is, we'll let you know. We don't really know it now. We don't have a set schedule. We're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. But uh, hopefully, the more we do it, the more organized it'll become.
0: <laughs> yes, it will. All right. Well, this is uh, Robert uh, for Shari. Um, You've listened to the Bama Junkies Football Podcast and uh, Roll Tide. Roll Tide.